0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. That's right. It's all true.
1: Stories of faith and hope right here on Real Presence Live. We are happy that you're with us, that we get to share all this together. This is awesome.
2: It is. uh, Man, Real Presence Radio, what a a great vehicle to to share our faith, to listen to inspiring stories, to hard truth and and learn how we can grow
1: get to celebrate the truth of our faith and and reality as god has created it uh that we all share together it's fantastic
2: it is and and there's just so much uh misinformation disinformation out there mm-hmm. uh just give that up and just come this way <laughs> yep, Absolutely. <laughs> and then that will just lead you to to help be speakers of the truth uh you know try and listen a couple of hours a day if you can
1: yeah absolutely and I, on that point i would say you know before we go to our next interview did you know that there is a real presence radio app <laughs> there you can listen live or find podcasts of previous shows like this one uh, and you can just listen to it over and over and over again on repeat. Just put this one on, on repeat, and you'll just be happy as a clam from here on out.
2: <laughs> so you can look forward There's to the There's other people rather than Brad and I, too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it it is. That app is so easy to use, yep. and it's so wonderful. You can be anywhere in the world, and you can listen to podcasts uh, from prior recordings. You can also listen live. Yep, absolutely. You know, I just did that w- earlier this week. Th- there you go. Yep. And it it is. It's wonderful. It's just... Uh, it's just uplifting. It's just really, really important to have that part of your day. And I'm not saying be not in tune to the real news of the day, um, but this just helps you deal with the real news of the day better.
1: (laughs) And speaking of uplifting, we have our next guest on the line right now. We have Sister Jean Louise. Uh, Good morning to you, Sister.
3: Good morning, Brad.
1: Thank you for being with us this morning.
3: Thank you very much for inviting me.
1: So, Sister, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, uh, where you're at, and all that?
3: Sure. I'm a Franciscan sister of Dillingham. We Our uh, provincial house is in Hankinson, North Dakota, and we have sisters serving there and in Grand Forks and in rugby, and I happen to be serving at Little Flower School in rugby. I'm the librarian at the school, plus I teach six religion classes, and so it's A full day and a wonderful uh, place to be working and serving God.
1: That's awesome.
2: Oh, that is. And being in a Catholic school is just such a great environment. Mm -hmm. just love it. So thank you for your service there. Yep. You're welcome.
1: Now, sister, you've been a a sister for like a year now, right? Yeah, a few years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tell us a little bit about how did did that all come about? How long have you been a sister now? How long have you been professed? And and, uh, how did the Lord lead all of that along the way?
3: Okay. Well, um, I grew up in a wonderful Catholic family. I think we were a pretty normal family, but our parents loved the Church and somehow communicated that to us that uh, we grew up to love the Church. And naturally, it came about that I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? I thought about it in first grade, of course. I want to be a sister. and But it didn't solidify until I was in high school and then uh, perhaps more so in college. And I realized that God was calling me to serve him as a, a sister. So I visited several places just around North Dakota, but I wasn't called there. And when I stepped in the door of the convent in Hankinson, it was as if the walls reached out and embraced me mm-hmm. and said, This is where you belong. And I really had no question after that that that's where God wanted me to serve him. I had been, uh, had finished college and I was a high school librarian in a small town in eastern North Dakota. And that while I was there, I just realized that God was uh, calling me to himself uh, to a, a deeper bridal relationship with him. Of course, the whole church is bride of Christ, Mm -hmm. but women religious image that in a special way, and so I was really uh, excited about following God's call to be a sister. I made my first vows in 1983, so that's a few years ago. That's more than a year. Yeah, more than a year. (laughs) Well,
2: that, that is just wonderful, and it, it, you just must feel so much joy in that vocation.
3: You know, serving God is, as they say, out of this world, mm. um, but we're grounded in the everyday life that and the everyday place that God has put us, and so to see joy and to see the faith of Christ in all of those that I meet in a day is really um, sometimes the challenge, but also the great blessing
0: sure. of,
3: of being in religious life. And I couldn't imagine doing or being anything else.
1: Yeah. Sister, I love I love what you shared uh, in your story about how your family raised you with a love for the church. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that especially struck me as you were speaking was how you'd asked, Lord, what do you want me to do? And I think that's a question that um, that we're not teaching our kids to ask. Honestly, a lot of times we ask them, you know, what do you want to do? We we ask the kids, like, what are your what are your interests? What are you, where do you want to go to school? What do you want to study? What do you what do you want to do when you grow up? And I I think sometimes we forget to do what your parents did, which is to teach our kids to ask the more important question of, Lord, what do you want me to do? Uh, because while it may not be a true statement to say that you can do whatever you want uh, while we get that pumped in in society it's simply not true you know I probably I could never be a basketball player you know I'd, I don't have the coordination I don't have the skills and all that stuff and no amount of practicing is going to change that um, but the fact of the matter is we can do whatever God wants us to do um, because he gives us the grace and he supplies for that and that's it's at the very core of how he's made us, right? When you speak, spoke about, like, you Ready. walked in and the, wall, the walls reached out to 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 meet you, to welcome you. It's because it corresponded to the person that God made you to be, right? Right, um, right. And I just love that. I loved how you shared that, asking that, God, what do you want me to do?
3: And I know in my family, there were nine of us children, and they always thought, they, the family, thought my older sister would be the sister. Mm. But, you know, she is happily married for almost 50 years, mm. and she is uh, a mother and a grandmother, and um, very happy in that vocation. But it's, it, it's true that God calls each one that he wants uh, to be, to serve him in the church, or in married life, or uh, as a single, generous single person. God is, he has the master plan, and we will only be happy if we are doing what he wants us to do. I remember one of my brothers was studying uh, in the seminary, and he thought that the best thing for him to do was to be a priest, but God did not call him to be a priest. And another one of my brothers, I don't think he thought about it at all, and but that's what God wanted him to do, and now he's a priest for 35 years or so. So it's just its just a matter of the great grace of God. I think the grace of God is something that we uh, don't realize the beauty of, that God gives us that grace not only to hear the call and then to respond and to live it out day by day.
2: And, and that's... Um so important in when we are making those decisions of what our vocation is, uh, you know, to ask God, but even after we've made those choices in our vocation, we, we still need to wake up every morning in our morning prayer and ask God, what is it you want me to do today? You know, how can I serve you today? We need to make that a constant part of our, our prayer that we're discerning and listening to what His will is and not what our will is.
3: Exactly. I think about the influence of the Holy Spirit, you know, that we have to give everything over to and constantly pray that the Holy Spirit would guide us in our actions. I remember when I was a young, um, uh, probably a high school senior or so, I was praying at adoration, and I remember praying, Lord, I want to love you more. Help me to do that. Mm. And so he gave me this incredible call to be a sister.
1: Mm, That's beautiful. So, Sister, what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? What does the life of a sister look like?
3: Okay. In our community, we have um, sisters who are serving in in education here in the school and um, at the mother house or the provincial house uh, doing various administrative work. And uh, we have a retreat house in Hankinson where... We have a lot of coming and going of people. And then we have St. Anne's guest home in Grand Forks where St. Anne's living center where we have sisters who serve there. And so for each of us, it's a little different, but our basic schedule is that we, we get up in the morning and we give our time to the Lord and we, we have time for personal prayer and then we come together, um, to pray the, the prayer of the church, the morning prayer from the divine office. We pray that together, and then we have Mass together. Mass is, of course, at the center of our day, receiving Jesus in the Eucharist, and we're blessed to be able to have it, to, have, to attend Mass every morning. Then um, we go off to our work, whatever our work um, is calling us to that day. It might be as it is for me, to go off to school and see how I can uh, serve the Lord there, here. Or it might be driving a sister to the doctor to her next chemotherapy appointment or something uh, similar, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of things. But then we um, we eat all of our meals together, which is very important to building community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we um at the end of the day or at the end of the work day, we gather again for evening prayer together and um have supper, have our evening program, sometimes it's recreation together, sometimes it's a meeting, unfortunately. <laughs> <Sometimes> <laughs> oh that's sometimes. doing the will of God too.
2: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you gotta be that's organized.
3: Right. <laughs> that's right. And sometimes it's just uh, sitting down and relaxing or, or visiting together or um, trying to get caught up on something. So it, it really is a beautiful life. We pray the, um, the evening prayer. In some of our convents. we pray it together, or but usually we pray evening prayer or night prayer, I should say, privately. Mm-hmm. And then we go off to um, get refreshed and rested for the next day.
2: Oh, that's wonderful. Well, we're going to have to go on a quick break here. But when we come back, we'll talk more with Sister Jean Louise about uh, her life um, being part of the Order of St. Francis and um, just her religious vocation how
1: beautiful it is. And about a special event that's coming up here uh, in June and July for mothers and
0: daughters. Ooh,
1: there's a good tease. So stay with us for more Real Presence Live. We will be
0: right back. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: As a working mother, I was thrilled to learn about the University of Mary's new online Catholic-infused graduate programs that truly work around my schedule.
0: University of Mary knows that choosing to continue your education at this point in life ...can be both challenging and rewarding. That's why we've created a robust portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online programs to make choosing easy. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. It's time to awaken. This spring, our live drive will have the theme, Awaken. We'll get the joy of hearing from your fellow listeners on how Real Presence Radio has impacted their lives and awaken them to the beautiful life in the Catholic Church. Also be sure to check your local bulletin to see if your parish is in the incredible parish competition. Don't miss any of it coming May 4th through May 7th right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi,
1: I'm Father Chris Aylar. If you have lost anyone to a sudden or tragic death, you can still help them. Please visit our website, suicideandhope.com, and memorialize those that you love. There is no obligation or cost. You can simply enter their first name, initials, or a nickname, and I will personally pray for them and have a Mass said each month. Please, again, visit suicideandhope.com. We are moving into our final segment here on Real Presence Live. Uh, Brad Grange, Jeanine Bitson, your host, and we're speaking with Sister Jean Louise uh, of the Franciscan Sisters of Dillingen. I I always get the pronunciation wrong, Sister. How's that go?
3: Dillingen.
1: Dillingen. Okay, perfect. Um, Now, Sister, we talked during the break that there's kind of a little bit of of, of fun Catholic trivia, right, that... um, Sister and nun are not necessarily synonymous, right? There's this distinction to be made, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that?
3: Well, we have the Carmelite nuns who are in Wapit, right outside of Wapiton. Mm -hmm. They take take the same vows as we do, but they take a vow of enclosure. Mm. And they are nuns because they don't go outside of their community to do apostolic work as the sisters are. Uh, as we do, they their prayer, their work is their prayer there, um, in their monastery. Hmm. Whereas we are sisters who go out and act like sisters to people in the world. Hmm. That's how I like to explain it to the kids, at least. Sure. That uh, I'm your sister, and and um, your sister, and your sister, and so we are doing the apostolic work that needs to uh, that we can lend our hand and our hearts to
1: in the world. Awesome. I bet I bet you've been called a nun many times though, right?
3: Right, right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, that's kind of a fun little bit of Catholic trivia for everyone.
2: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And and both cloistered and uh going out aposto- apostolically and, nun, and yep. discipleship is uh, uh they're both beautiful vocations. Absolutely. Um yeah. Yeah, so now, you know, tell us about some upcoming event, an upcoming event you have um, this June and July uh, for mothers and daughters.
3: Right. We have our annual Mother-Daughter Days. We've had it now. It must be about the 16th annual or so forth, something like that. Um, Mother-Daughter Days, which is a, a Thursday evening. We gather there. And, uh, um, have all day Friday together and then Saturday till about, uh, noon. So we spend the time, uh, it's time for mothers and daughters to be together, to spend quality time and also to uh, be in the life of the, um, get introduced to the life of the sisters. We also do some recreation. We have crafts. We have talks. We have. Um, pre, uh, usually a priest who comes over or one of our sisters who comes and gives a, a talk about uh, the, the apostolic life and serving the Lord where we are at, where each of us is called to. And it's really a fun time to be together and to be an introduction in a way to religious life for these girls uh, and their mothers. We've had girl, daughters as young as babes at the breast and as old as probably 35. Wow. But mostly it's for um, girls who are in their teens and um, can be younger families, too.
1: Okay. So now this is going to be in Hankinson at the convent there?
3: Right, right. We have that retreat center uh, in Hankinson, and so we can house um, quite a number of people at that retreat center. We um, Hosted there at Hankinson, it'll be Thursday evening, June 27th through um, noon on Saturday the 19th, and then we'll uh, offer a second event in July, and this one is actually on a Monday night, starts on a Monday, and goes until Wednesday noon. So we hope that there will be some who can take advantage of that and get away from work or other commitments. To come to that one, sure. So that would start on Monday night, the twenty sixth, and then it will conclude on Wednesday, about noon, oh. on the twenty eighth of July. Perfect.
2: And and how how would um, one of our listeners register uh, for this event? Is there a phone number they call or a website they yes. go
3: to? Yes, they could go to um, the website, which is ND, as in North Dakota, Franciscans. Plural.org. That's our website now. NDFranciscans.org. Or else they could um, call me at this number, 701-208-1245. And register. We have about four families, four or five families already registered for the event, and we're hoping for more. Uh, We usually try to cap it at 30 people, and sometimes we go over and sometimes we go under, but uh, we're happy to have um, people who want to come.
1: Excellent.
2: And that's wonderful, and and you don't have to be part of the Fargo Diocese to do this. We have a 10 diocese listening area, so Hankinson is a a beautiful area. It's a beautiful retreat center, so if you're down in Winona, Rochester, and you want to make a retreat with your Your daughter, uh, by all means, um, look into registering for that. Um, Sister, could you tell us what the theme of the retreat is?
3: Yes, the theme this year is, The Joy of the Lord is My Strength. And we talked a little bit before about joy, that deep-down peace that um, we have because we are and we know we are a child of God you know there are things that can be frustrating in a people in people's lives on a day-to-day basis but those things really um don't count as much when we think about the deep down peace and joy that we have by being baptized christians by being belonging to the lord and so we want to concentrate on that the joy of the lord is my strength comes from psalm 27
1: mm. I love I love that and I think that's actually one of the most important messages of our times honestly because I think we're we're bombarded with discouragement and despair and hatred and and all of these different themes that we had uh, right before you we had on my coworker Brady Borslin and he was sharing with our staff here a month or two ago about how social media they actually their algorithms are specifically intended to find things that perturb us. Like, they'll, they'll target mm-hmm. things that disturb our peace and make us upset because that engages, that causes someone to engage more. And I think the, the remedy that our, our times really need, honestly, is joy. We, we, need, right. we need something to actually say, you know what, really? Jesus is still in charge. He's still Lord, he's still King, and we, we need to not allow ourselves to be so disrupted by the things that we see around us. That's
3: right. And that simple message of Jesus others and yourself laugh is really how we live out that and how we capture that joy. Mm. If we look to Jesus, we look to the Lord to be our strength and um, reach out and serve others and love others, and then, oh yeah, maybe I should take care of myself, um, those are the things that bring us joy.
2: And what's so beautiful about that, too, when we have it ordered in that way, um, then people are hungry Uh, to have that themselves. They see that in you, sister, and, and they're hungry to have that be part of their life and so we can use this uh, every problem has an opportunity and i think we have an enormous opportunity to bring more people into the faith into the fold because of that joy
1: yeah i so once again if anyone's interested in signing up for these retreats these mother-daughter days it's nd like north dakota franciscans plural dot org you can go there to to register or you can call sister Jean louise at 701-208-1245 uh, sister, thank you for being on with us this morning. Again, thank you for your witness to faithfulness to Jesus.
3: Thank you very much for the opportunity. May God bless you all.
1: God bless oh, you too, And sister. you
2: too as well. Thank you. Thank
1: you. All right. Well, we've kind of come to the end of the run for today. Um, so, Eli, what's what's going down, man? Hey, thanks, Brad. Got another great show coming up on uh, Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father Bryce Lundgren and Karen Gebus coming to you from St. Matthews in Gillette, Wyoming. They'll start off the show with a special guest. She'll talk about growing in her faith as a cradle Catholic. Then Breanne Edwards of Locke's Legacy will talk about how they're running for their lives. Plus, a very special priest from the Diocese of Cheyenne will talk about traveling chalices. All that and a whole lot more is coming to you on Monday's Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And, of course, want to get a plug in there for the live drive coming up next week. Um, So... That Monday show will be the only Real Presence live next week, but we will be coming to you 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's our spring live drive, big family reunion. Got to tune in. It's the most fun pledge drive on radio. Awesome.
2: You know, and I'm so glad Eli mentioned that because it's it's just so important, that live drive. And just because there's not going to be programming on still, I mean, don't think you they'll, shouldn't they'll, they'll tune in. There'll still be a program. In. I mean, there'll yeah. be all kinds of local it,
1: guests and, and hosts. And, exactly. It, yeah. so that,
2: that's exactly what I wanted to say, because yep. I know there are... Uh, I, I have a, a child who says, well... It, it's the live drive, you know, it's a fundraiser. They're yeah. not having guests. And I'm like, oh, no, they're having guests, honey. <laughs> oh, <that's rare>. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, you have to listen because some of the guests we have, I mean, all of the guests we have, yeah. I should say, yeah. are, are just phenomenal stories. Yep. And, um, and it is just really important to support Real Presence Radio, like I say, with all the media out there that's giving all the wrong narrative and all the wrong story of what's truly important uh this is where it's at.
1: Gosh and, and you notice uh, a time where it just seems to get faster and faster the the cancel culture the the fact that um the our society is so uncomfortable with anything other than the narrative uh to have the ability to speak truth to have the ability to soak in the the truth and the reality, the love of Jesus Christ is critical,
2: and we're listener supported, and yep. we need you. So, to please, you know, yep. just pray about how that how you can help this radio station continue to bring that truth, and um, give us a call, May fourth through the seventh next week.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, it is. We're excited for that. Please, please also continue to or to be conscious to pray. Pray for mm-hmm. the, the live drive, for Real Presence Radio, for, for actually the entire listening family. You know, I've been doing the Bible in a year with Father Mike. Uh, oh, and he fantastic. always ends it with, you know, please pray for me and pray for each other. And so I do it every single time he says it. I pray for Father Mike. So let's pray. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and ever shall be. be. World, world without, without end. end. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. We look forward to being with you next time. Amen.